Even if you're not a big drinker, it's easy to find yourself with a glass in your hand around this time of year. And if you do, I wanna make sure you're prepared. I wanna make sure you've got the tips, the strategies and tools to use if you find yourself in this circumstance. Today's episode is not about telling you not to drink, it's about making sure you're ready when the time comes and you can minimize the impact of any drinks that you consume. So this is gonna be a two-part episode. I'm gonna give you five tips today and then five more tomorrow. So number one, avoid sugary drinks and sugary mixers. So I'm pretty sure that the majority of us by now know that alcohol contains calories. But not only does it contain calories, your body's gonna prioritize metabolizing the alcohol first before any food. So if your body is dealing with eliminating the alcohol from your system, you can be pretty sure that it's not really gonna care too much about your fat loss effort. So that's gonna be put on a pause. So from a weight loss perspective, from a calorie perspective, you're already kind of fighting a losing battle here. So to minimize the impact of that further, you don't wanna be adding a ton of carbs and extra calories on top of that. And of course, not all alcohol is made equal, but there are some of the sugary drinks out there. Let's take a pina colada, for example. Roughly around 250 calories, roughly 32 grams of carbs. After two of those, 500 calories. That's a lot of (laughs) calories. That's like a whole plate of food. And another example, a mojito, another 240 calories. A little bit lower on the carbs, 25 grams, but still 25 grams is a lot. And the same goes for your mixes as well. If your normal drink is like a a vodka and Coke, a JD and Coke, just put the word diet in front of it to save a ton of calories and a gin and a slimline tonic for that matter too. But let's take that Coke example once again, because when you actually really map it out, you're like, whoa, that's actually even more calories than I expected. So let's say that 250 mils is the amount of Coke in a normal vodka and Coke or rum and Coke, whatever. Let's say it's even less. Let's say 200 mils, right? 200 mils of Coke is 20 grams of carbs. So if you have three of those, four of those, maybe even five of those, you could be consuming an extra 100 grams of carbs just from your mixer. Like, I'm not even gonna say anymore. Speaking of mixers, number two on the list is skip the drinks that also contain caffeine. Espresso martinis, using Red Bull as a mixer. I couldn't think of anything worse, actually. Sugar and caffeine all in one. You're already going to have a late night. You're already gonna have alcohol in your system that your body needs to metabolize. You're already going to be in a super loud environment with artificial light. So even if you don't have caffeine, I'm pretty sure that your sleep is gonna suck. And I hate to be the bearer of bad news here, but if you wanna avoid adding more suck to the quality of your sleep, skip the caffeine. And if you're gonna have these, do them much earlier in the day, which actually leads us onto the third point, which is opt for afternoon drinking over evening drinking. As I mentioned earlier, your body needs to metabolize this alcohol and obviously take some time. And we can say as a rough rule of thumb that for every like one standard drink you have, it might take an hour. Obviously this depends on your gender, your age, your tolerance to alcohol, and obviously the amount you drink as well, but we can roughly say that. So let's say you meet your friends for lunch instead of dinner, at least your body then has the evening to start metabolizing that alcohol, and then when you settle down to sleep, hopefully the majority of that is done. And you can also bet that if you're going out for lunch, you're not gonna be out nearly as late as you would be for dinner. On to number four, use the diet beverage buffer. 
I just made that up on the spot and I'm attributing this tip to myself as well. So the diet beverage buffer is pretty self-explanatory, but it's essentially where you're going to be alternating between drinks. So let's say you've got a long day or night of drinking ahead of you. It's one of those occasions where having a glass in your hand is part and parcel of the occasion and not having one in your hand is going to go noticed by someone and they're going to start bringing drinks over to you. So a great way of navigating a situation like this is for every alcoholic drink you have, you follow up with a diet beverage or you do it the other way around. You start with a diet beverage and then you follow up with an alcoholic drink. So the first drink is whatever you want. It can be an alcoholic drink and be whatever you want it to be. But the second one is going to be a diet Coke, a diet lemonade or something along those lines. Third drink, back to an alcohol drink, uh, alcoholic drink potentially. Fourth is then back to a diet Coke or a diet lemonade. And what this is going to do is this A, going to ensure that you have a glass in your hand at all times. B, and most importantly, you've minimized the damage by at least 50%, right? If you had eight drinks across that night and they all would have been alcoholic, you're probably going to wake up the next morning with a huge hangover, not feeling that great, and with a ton of calories consumed. If you have four, on the other hand, that's not nearly as bad. So I think that's going to be a really good tip to implement if you've got any of those longer occasions coming up in this time of year. So number five, and perhaps the most important of the day, and this is maybe a little bit more of less of a strategy and more of a mindset, but if you don't want to drink, don't set boundaries and uphold them. And if you have no desire to drink or you don't enjoy drinking, you can never or you should never allow others to dictate your actions. Like people might put drinks in your hand, but no one can force you to have one. Like no one can literally put the drink in your mouth. And if they are really trying to do that, that's not a great person to be around. And actually what I want to add to this one, which is more of a practical step, is intention setting. I do truly believe that everyone on a health and fitness journey should experience a time where they're in a wedding scenario, a restaurant scenario, a holiday maybe, just a certain situation that puts them in a place where they can't completely control their variables. And the key here is to reframe how they look at these situations. If you always associate weddings with eating and drinking too much, then that's always going to be the way it is. If you associate holidays with gaining weight, that's going to be the way that always is. Whereas when you set your intention, so let's say you've got a social coming up and you do actually want to drink and maybe you do want to partake or it just doesn't seem like one of these occasions where it'll be easy to avoid that. If you go in without a plan, you're likely to get caught up in the moment, you're likely to get caught up in your old behavior patterns, and the amount of drinks you're going to have is going to be completely unpredictable. However, if you go in and say, once I have two drinks, I'm done, you've got a much better chance of sticking to that. And even if you don't stick to it, I guarantee you'll drink far less than you would have done if you had no plan at all. So set the intentions and just say, I'm having two drinks at this occasion because that's going to not disrupt my progress. I'm on this health and fitness journey and I want to have an experience where I go to a social like this and I'm able to come away with it, not with a hangover the next day and not feeling that bad the next day. And I guarantee you that will help. So that is my five tips today. I'm going to be back tomorrow with five more for you. So take care team. I hope this was helpful. I'll look forward to catching up with you tomorrow. And that was the Simply Fit Podcast. I hope you gained a huge amount of value from today's episode. I feel inspired to improve your health and well-being. Be sure to search for Simply Fit in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, or anywhere else you get your podcast from. And go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Also, if you like the episode, please don't forget to give it a five-star rating. I'd love to hear your feedback or any questions you have. So reach out to me on social media. You'll find me on Facebook and Instagram at Elliot Hassoun. Thank you so much for listening. 
and I look forward to talking with you all on the next one.